Hello, I'm so excited that you're here on Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life. Today we get to talk to one of my very good friends, Lisa Lewis. Lisa is amazing. Uh, first of all, she's a great friend and has been for years and I can tell you many stories, but I really want her to talk. But she just got her master's degree and it's not like she's a spring chicken, no offense, Lisa, but really for you to go after your master's degree, I think it was in organizational leadership or something like that. Is that correct, Lisa? That is correct, yes. yes. And Lisa moved away uh, for a good reason. Her husband got a job with Apple, but she, um, she and I have continued our friendship and that is a huge blessing to me. And I, I wanted you to get to know her a little bit. She um, is a mother of two boys, right? Well, I guess they're men now, right? They're men now, yeah. And how many grandchildren? Three. Three, okay. She's yep. worked, worked as a life coach for eight years. And prior to coaching, she was the educator for 25 years. And she continues to educate me and just about anybody that she talks to. She has <laughs> lots, lots and lots of hobbies. And maybe we'll get into them because they might relate to what, some of my questions. But yeah. I would like to start by asking you, how do you feel about that whole expression, making your life count? Does it give you the jitters? Does it get you excited or what? It does not give me the jitters. It's what gets me up in the morning. I attended a women's retreat. I was 39. I could probably do the math. Let's see. Uh, that would have to. been, <laughs> anyway, in the 90s. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Okay. And the speaker was just, she was funny, she was enthusiastic, but she got really poignant and asked this question of all of us, what kind of old woman are you growing? Wow. And that's, you know, the year before I turned 40, and of course, 40 was old. Wait, tell and, me, repeat that line again, because I want to make sure everybody heard that. Yes. What kind of old woman are you growing? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, on the eve of turning 40, it really stood out to me mm -hmm. because I was anticipating this downward, you know, slide into <laughs> the geriatric ward or something. And <laughs> at the same time, I had a little guy. He was just toddling around. So it wasn't like I was going to be, you know, launching my kids off into the great unknown or anything. I was still in the throes of active parenting. But it stunned because I, I'm not exactly sure why, but honestly, considering that my actions at that time were stepping stones to who I was becoming wasn't something that I had considered before. Mm. I had been you know, doing life, doing Bible studies, and, you know, all the things, right. but was there intentionality? Was there purpose? Was there a long view? And that, honestly, that question changed the, tra the trajectory of my life. Really? You remembered yes. it? I remembered it. <laughs> Obviously. <yeah. laughs> Even with a little person, I wasn't nursing anymore. So yes. part of my brain cells had started to redevelop. But in any <laughs> case, it, it was really... Um, transforming for me wow, wow. so every day I think about how do I make my life count hmm. That's so, amazing. yeah what I'm gift, excited about what you doing gift, this a gift that uh, speaker gave you you know truly it would be interesting you could write her a letter someday and say it changed my life well um, I'm too old to remember her name oh so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we can figure it out 
figure it out together, maybe with two brains together. Probably, uh, probably. How uh, are you ensuring, because that's a great goal. We, we have those goals. We get those moments of inspiration, maybe a mountaintop experience. Obviously, it stayed with you in the valley. But yeah. how are you ensuring maybe on a semi-regular basis that that is still true? And what do you do about it? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I, every day I have this prayer habit when I sit in silence reflecting on a passage of scripture wherever I find myself in, in my um, devotionals. At the end, I hold, I hold my hands like this, kind of cupping them together. And I imagine myself being the child that gave his lunch to Jesus. Oh. So I, I, I say, here are my loaves and fish, Lord, there for you to do what you will. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done that forever and ever, but in the two years that that has been a practice, it's been really clear when I need to take a step towards someone or toward an action or to say yes to an invitation or to say no because something else is already there. So I think that's one of my main practices in regard to um, ensuring that I'm paying attention to that long view, that long goal. Paying attention was one of my first things I thought of when I talked, uh, thought about, in fact, it's in my first podcast, that we need to pay attention because life is so fleeting. But when yeah. we're younger, at least when I was younger, I didn't think about life as fleeting. Yeah, but, exactly. but when the older we get, we do. Um, can you maybe share a little bit of some um, challenges in making your life count or obstacles that you've had to overcome? And you don't oh. have to you know, go on and on and on because we all have obstacles. But yeah, you know, yeah. it makes us real because we all have them. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think a, a key obstacle for me has been my internal critic hmm. who doesn't really have an individual voice. It's not like I hear my mother or I hear um, a teacher in fifth grade or anything like that. It, I do think a lot of it uh, uh, belongs to narratives that I've heard over the years. Um, you know, you're not doing enough or you did that wrong or, you know, whatever it might be. So my obstacle, my greatest obstacle to get in line, and it's not overcoming because I think this is a, a person, a voice that's going to walk with me all the way till I get to meet Jesus face to face. But <laughs> I, I get that voice in line by acknowledging I, I hear that I need to improve, but I'm doing the best I can right now. Mm-hmm. Or I will answer it with um, a different kind of uh, response where, yep, I, I, could, I could be better, but in this case, um, those were the skills that I had, this was the time that I had, and that's what I did. And I acknowledge the the criticism, but I don't let it keep me stuck. Mm-hmm. And that's been the greatest obstacle is allowing that voice to be the one that, that drives the bus, so to speak, and keeps me off the, the path that I'm supposed to be moving forward on. Mm-hmm. So the internal critic, the inner critic, however you want to word it, that's been a big obstacle. And then recognizing that there's no real... Uh, benefit in the word should. Mm. 
And uh, I saw a meme a while back and I just love it. Don't should on yourself. <laughs> and you know, it just sounds terrible in one sense, but honestly, it's the truth. I should have done that. I should be doing this. I should. Why? I'm doing this right now. I'm getting to have a conversation with you. This is wonderful. Yeah. Yes, there are dishes in the kitchen sink. Yes, I will get to them. But should isn't helpful. Mm -hmm. So that's another, another well, obstacle. I think that's worth a million dollars right there. Actually, the first one I was going to go back to, even if you didn't go back and get your master's, even if you aren't a wonderful educator for 25 years, the fact that is such a huge bit of encouragement to any person you talk to, uh, that's why I call you with my shoulds. And you say, wow, Sue, and then you go on and you say those things. And even though I'm older than you and should know, should know better, <laughs> uh, and even though Caught I yourself. teach other people this way, we all, I guess it's a good reminder that we all need encouragement. And I think yes. that's one of your many gifts is that you have a gift of encouragement. Yep, I I can I confirm. Yes, this is this is not a random thing that some people say about me. I can confirm that that is my spiritual gift mm -hmm. because it just happens. I don't even think about it. God's word will come out, and there's a word of encouragement for somebody that I've just met, and that's not me. That's not me. Mm -hmm. I'm battling the inner critic and the should monster. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, that's one way I know that I can make my life count, too, is to really live out my spiritual gift. Let me have you explain something just briefly, because our listeners oh. may not know their spiritual gift. How did you, how is, if someone doesn't know, just give them a bit of uh, counsel on how to find out their spiritual gift and why it's valuable. Yeah. Oh, such a great question. So, there are many different inventories that you can take, you know, answer plus or minus, yes or no, true or false, whatever, a bunch of questions. And, and people have, you know, taken these inventories and come up with a ranking of spiritual gifts. And based on your answers, these are your spiritual gifts. And that's all well and good because it gives you a starting point. Mm -hmm. But honestly, the way to know what your spiritual gift is, is to start living out of what scripture teaches us about gifts, why we have them, where we use them, how to know. Well, if, you're, if you think your spiritual gift is leadership and no one follows you, let me help you with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and I also want to say, once you've tried to live out, you know, you test it out, say, say hospitality is you know something that you feel is your spiritual gifting and and it's challenging and it's hard that doesn't mean that it's not your spiritual gift mm -hmm. because sometimes god will call us into seasons of things being challenging and we're to depend on him to work through those hard places mm -hmm. but i don't want to say well if it doesn't feel good and easy and you're happy with it then it's not your gift because that's not true either mm -hmm. But I will say um, an inventory is helpful. I don't have a recommended one because right. I've taken about 15 different ones. Mm -hmm. They all come up with encouragement. So I guess that's me. <laughs> but also, like I said before, because of the way that um, people tell me, you know, and, and look in my eyes and say, that meant so much, so much. to me when you said this. 
I I have confirmed in my spirit that that was the spirit at work through me. So that's, I think, probably the best way, as you'll know. Right. I will confirm it for you. I agree. And I also agree that it can be scary at first until you practice it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like Absolutely. going out on a limb and letting God hold it up. Um, yeah. How, what are you actively, well, maybe it's, it's subconscious for you because you're mature, but are you actively working on building? What kind of legacy are you actively building for those that you love best? Mm. That's a great question Thank as you well. Thank for complimenting me on all my questions. See, you are a great, <laughs> <laughs> well, a great question. Let me, let me tell you why I say that, because that's what I do for a living is ask questions. Oh. And, and some questions are rather, you know, limiting in their response. And, and you might want to know that, you know, how old are you? That's a question. And yeah. there's a yeah. limited answer. But when somebody asks an open-ended question that engages thoughtfulness, in my line of work, that's a good question. So there you go. Um, back, to the, back to your good question. I try to be intentional in engagement with both my husband and our son and our daughter-in-law and our grandkids. And... If there's extra time, then I'm looking to my friends to encourage them, reach out to them, whatever. And, and then I also, in my line of work, am connecting with my clients on a regular basis. And so I do a lot of texting. And, and uh, you know, when I was younger, that wouldn't have been a thing. I would have been writing notes and sending right. them off with snail mail. And I still try to do one of those a week because there's something special about seeing handwritten address compared to the typed out, you know, business generated so mail true. that we often get. So, um, so the intentionality that way, I try to send some fun little um, care packages to those people that live away from me that, um, that are special. So, and after, I don't know if this is a good question. You can tell me. After we're gone, what do you want to be known for? That mm. you connected. Yeah. That would be one. Yeah, thing connection is yeah, connection is really important. But I I want to be known for Jesus moving through me. Mm. I I want people to know that they've been with Him because He's with me. Mm -hmm. That's that's more important. Anything, yeah, and yeah. I like I like it that you cry easily because that makes me feel better. I have the gift of tears. Oh, yes, I should do. change my middle name to Jeremiah. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there someone uh, you know that's made their life count for you? Oh yes. Besides um, Jesus. And, and, and well, the person that's interviewing me now. Uh, yeah. I I just told that story about you. We don't want to turn this into a mutual okay. admiration society, but you have been that that encouraging walking with me woman. So yes, and uh, Lorraine, um, who has invested in my life since about that time that I was jarred with that question of what kind of oh. old woman am I growing, and I um, just kind of 
got into her life and said, would you be willing to mentor me and help me grow in my walk? Hmm. She did. And we met weekly for time. There would be spontaneous boxes of Kleenex and tea and <laughs> lots, lots and lots of things. Hmm. And um, yeah. So what, what advice could you give someone who would love to have a mentor like that? And then we'll mm. have to wrap it up after that. Yeah, no, that's, I, I think it's an excellent question. A person who knows that they long for something they don't yet have, it's very scriptural, seek wise counsel. Mm -hmm. So wisdom comes from God, doesn't have to be a generation ahead of you, but watch the people around you. Ask the Lord to give you eyes to see who would be a person to approach and then risk and go up and say, I know this may sound crazy, but I've been praying for a mentor. Would you be willing? Mm -hmm. And be okay if they say no. But when women have approached me like that, I 100% know that I'm supposed to say yes because I offered my loaves and fish and that's what God intends for my life to be doing is to invest in others and helping them move forward in their walk with him. So, so for me, if somebody comes and says, will you mentor me? I, I know if I have the time already because I know what my calendar's like. And then if, if that's an answer to their prayers, my prayers, then we move forward. And sometimes it's short, yeah. you know, a couple of months. Sometimes it's a long-term relationship. So be willing to pray about it and be courageous and ask. Yeah, it takes courage. If you're not it just does. asking that. And I've learned to, to just start with three months because sometimes it's not, you know, it's just easier yeah. to get out of it. If you say from the beginning, let's yeah. meet for three months and see if it's good for yeah. both of our schedules. So yeah. now this is kind of off the wall just because. Do you have a go-to company dish you like to throw together for the people you love? Because I oh, like yeah. talk about food. I know you like to talk about food, and, and I had um, so many come to mind, oh, but when I was going through written down recipes, I came across my own handwriting, which is, you know, blurry and pixely, but this is a recipe that's technically called Parmesan chicken, oh. but in our household, it's called Mrs. Jeffrey's chicken. Oh because our dear friend and neighbor made it and at the time our five-year-old son fell in love with it and so it's always been mrs jeffrey's chicken oh, oh, and it's super easy chicken breast cube them you have butter and breadcrumbs and parmesan cheese and if you like to spice it up fresh garlic and shake them all in a plastic bag and then put them in a casserole dish and bake it and so it comes out you know, cube chicken that has uh, breading on it. And of course, butter doesn't hurt and neither does the Parmesan cheese. So it's delicious and easy. Thank you so much. Uh, life is better with butter. I think Julia Child said that. Yeah. I really agree. Well, Lisa, if people would like to reach out to you either um, professionally or to have you come and speak, I know you, you're writing a Bible study right now. What's the best way for them to reach you on social media or what? Yeah, so social media, I, I'm on all the socials, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Facebook. The easiest place is through email, honestly. I'm old school. So it's Lisa 
at lisalewiscoaching.com. And Lewis is L-E-W-I-S. Okay. And um, also you're going to be doing a women's retreat pretty soon. I'm not sure when this is going to be broadcast, but uh, you'll be in our area. Is that right? Yep. I'll actually be San Juan Batista area. There's a retreat facility there. A a church from your area is going to be coming up sort of my way. So I'll go a little bit south. They'll come north and and that'll be in uh, February. Oh, and what's the topic? It's called Chosen Women Choosing Wisely. And it's based on uh, Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Wonderful. Well, it's been a delight. And I just want to read this, that you wrote these words, transformation takes investment of time and resources, and you are worth it. So thank you so much, Lisa. I've so enjoyed having you on this show. And I think we're going to have to have you back again, because you are so encouraging. Well, thank you. And I'm so excited for all that you're doing, Sue. This is great. And I'm honored to get to be a part of this. So thanks for the invitation. Okay, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. All righty. Bye. Bye bye.